For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia rankin Solens. Witness testimony began today in the indecent assault trial of William McKeeva Bush. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks brings us the update from Grand Court. Day four of the indecent assault trial against West Bay West MP William McKeeva Bush got underway with the evidence-in-chief of the first victim that alleges wrongdoing by Mr. Bush. The impanel jurors saw the official interview footage, which was recorded several days after the alleged assault. The footage in which the victim said she came to terms with what she experienced on the night detailed that while attending the Caribbean Tourism Organization function in her official capacity as a member of the civil service, the victim says she began feeling uncomfortable after she and another co-worker were approached by Mr. Bush. The footage, while not in its entirety, was described to the jurors as an edited interview with acting Justice Stanley John saying it was edited to remove hearsay, unnecessary repetition, and inadmissible statements. The complainant said that when she first noticed Mr. Bush, she thought he was stumbling, which she says is not out of character for Mr. Bush, but in an attempt to spare Mr. Bush and the CTO unwanted embarrassment, she said she tried to remain cordial and discreet while trying to find a way to direct Mr. Bush towards the food of the event. She added that while trying to create space between her and Mr. Bush, Mr. Bush made a comment to her about her husband while he kissed her on the shoulders, which was exposed in the cocktail gown she wore that she says was to suit the aesthetic and prestige of the event. She said after the comment by Mr. Bush, the member of staff closest to her spoke to members of the police service who were on hand for the event as well as protocol staff. The victim said she spoke via text message to the cabinet secretary Samuel Rose on the night and the day after she told the chief officer for tourism, Strand Bodden, what had taken place. She said the chief officer told her the deputy governor was made aware of the incident and wished to speak to her. When asked about the event, the victim said she felt embarrassed and uncomfortable. She told the interviewer that she felt guilty as she had become aware that shortly after persons at the event became aware of the incident, the story became known among the local press, and she said she felt guilty that the event would be clouded by a negative event. The victim said throughout the evening, members of staff, as well as members of the protocol team and the police officer on hand, checked with her to ensure she was okay. Following the pre-recorded interview, the complainant took the stand where she told the jury that Mr. Bush's actions had crossed the line and that she felt he knew exactly what he was doing based on his comment to her about her husband. She testified that on the night she did have contact with the second victim that Mr. Bush is accused of assaulting and saw a bite mark that was left on the hand of the second victim. Under cross-examination, the defense sought to challenge some of the assertions from the witness, including the suggestion that Mr. Bush was stumbling and asked the complainant if she had been aware that Mr. Bush had medical ailments that would explain his manner of walking. The victim said no and said she had never known Mr. Bush to have a problem walking until she saw him in the courts with a walking stick. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. Melanie McField has been appointed manager of the Commission's Secretariat. As manager of the Commission's Secretariat, Mrs. McField is responsible for ensuring the provision of strategic and operational support to six independent commissions in order for each to fulfill their respective constitutional and or legal mandates. Mrs. McField is a Caymanian professional with over 20 years of experience as a marketing, communications and event management strategist with 10 of those years at senior management level. She also holds a master's degree in business administration.
Board appointments and land issues dominate at the Cabinet's February 13th meeting. Radio Cayman's Paula Call has the breakdown. At the meeting, Cayman's leaders approved the relocation and lease of office space for the Truman Bodden Law School, as well as the purchase of parcel of land in East End. Cabinet also granted approval for several companies to apply to the Grand Court for restoration to the Cayman Islands Register of Companies and the Register of Exempted Limited Partnerships. Looking at board matters, Cabinet acknowledged the resignation of Kenneth Hydes and Atlee Ebanks as Chair and Deputy Chair from the Board of Directors of the Cayman Turtle Conservation and Education Centre. They also selected Elio Solomon as Chair and Will Pino as Deputy. As for the Labour Appeals Tribunal, Robert Jones was fixed as Chair and Trisha McElroy as Deputy. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paula Cal. The Ministry of Education announces the expansion of its Smart Start Early Stimulation programs to Bodden Town starting February 29th. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. The 17-week initiative, which aims to enhance three-year-old children's readiness for school and empower their families to create a nurturing home environment, was initially introduced in 2023 to address the need for early learning facilities in East End and Northside. The Bodentown program mirrors the original model, offering a weekly book buzz at the Bodentown Public Library and a stay-and-play session at the Theolyn McCoy Primary School. In East End and Northside, the program will now focus on two-year-olds, allowing them to prepare for the newly opened East End Primary School Nursery. The Ministry of Education invites interested parents and guardians to attend registration sessions. This will take place at the Bodentown Public Library from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. or the East End Primary School on Saturday, February 24th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. To learn more about the Smart Start Early Stimulation Program, visit the Ministry of Education's website at gov.ky forward slash education. More than 20 talented musicians filled the stage of the Harkwell Theatre Wednesday night as the 20th anniversary celebrations continue for the Cayman Arts Festival. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller was there. All of this year's Arts Fest performances have been designed to blend the historic with the contemporary, marking 20 years of the nonprofit bringing exceptional arts performances and accessible music education to the children of the Cayman Islands. And this string orchestra concert was no exception. Tonight's program for me is particularly special. We decided we'll have a little mini reunion and some of the performers on stage actually performed in our inaugural festival in 2004. That includes, as CAF's Glenna Nanga set on the stage of the Harkwell Theatre, the evening's conductor, Grammy Award-winning violinist John McLaughlin-Williams. Say it's a great pleasure to be here and to be back in Grand Cayman would be an understatement. It was 20 years ago, actually, that uh, I first came with several of uh, my colleagues here to take part in the very first Cayman Arts Festival. And it's quite an honor to be included for this uh, significant and auspicious anniversary. The orchestra, which included several local performers who joined the International Group for the Night of Performances, delighted the audience with pieces by Bach, George Frederick McKay, Frank Bridges, and Vittorio Giannini.
Reporting for Radio K-Man News from the Harkle Theater, I'm Kersley Fuller. The K-Man Arts Festival continues tomorrow night with a piano, cello, and violin recital at 7 p.m. at the Harkwell Theater. For more information, visit caymanartsfestival.com. And that's your evening news. For Radio K-Man, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.